about it. I'm gonna be about it. I'm gonna weigh about it. I'm gonna see about it. I'm in the wrong lane, chasing that change, getting on the range, getting all the fame. Time is ticking, let's get clicking. Here we go, get the finger licking. Looks like we'll be blessed with a little more rain. Four feet high and 
All right, yes, here we are. That's uh, that's Remy Flo. Dig that, man. That's one of the uh, contributors from the basement because it's no lie in the basement and we're miles apart. No surprise, going to rise from the basement. What it is, it's home record. It's any style, any genre. It just has to be recorded where you sleep, and that's where Remy Flo did that. So I'm just kind of doing some uh, of these artists from uh, 2022, and that's kind of where we are here. At Mutiny Radio in a corner of 21st in Florida. That's right, Gray. You're out there mingling, loitering. Ah, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. It's um, it's winter. This is the 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 week between Christmas and New Year's. Supposed to be a good week. I guess this is a week to go do things. Uh, I heard if you want to go, like up to the mountains or something, this is the week. But now look at, who knows. But yeah, it's a good, uh, people are, you know, doing things. Um, the holidays are, are um, behind us. Kind of nice. Um, you know, it can make for a longer winter, but eh, I don't know. I, that doesn't really apply to me anymore. <laughs> it's like really no winter to speak of around here. But those of you who are, uh, man, the lake effect, whoo. I didn't look what's going on in, in Chicago, but Buffalo, my God, it's still snowing there. Yeah. Um, I can remember my my grandma lived right off the lake, but like in on the um, uh, Indiana uh, uh, Michigan border, and it was just far enough. So you'd leave, you know, you'd leave Chicago, and it's like dry, and, <laughs> and then you're about about like ten miles from their house, it would just be holy shit. It'd be like three feet of snow in like blizzard. Like, oh my God. But it was it was so. That was uh, going to Grandma's house on Christmas, man, and just risking your life in the snow on the highway. Oh, man, that was the best, knowing that you had a nice warm house and a, and a killer meal. Solid. I uh, hope you had uh, a good one, and, uh, yeah, we're working on the new year, but we got good news. We're, we're, we're going to be here for at least another year, and uh, we've got a nice uh, infusion. If you come through the website, uh, continue to infuse us. Uh, we've got enough to maybe um, to, to fix things that were broke. I mean, we were like, you know, like the toilet was broke. I mean, t- you know, figuratively, um, the toilet and you know, it, you know, the roof leaked and it was bad. But um, we're we're gonna fix all that stuff and uh, provide you with even better programming in the future. Um, no, I mean the programming has always been solid. That's never been an issue here at Mutiny Radio. Um, so what am I doing? I'm just playing some uh, Basement Folk, and I am uh, brought some records in, too, so let's see. And I, I, I haven't been good. You know, uh, you know, uh, Scott was here from Flat Black Plastic and gave me the Joe's Garage record. Thank you. I worked on a little, yeah, we did a little barter thing there. Worked out nicely. And um, he's like, yeah, you should write that stuff down. And I, and I started, and then I forgot. Uh, Michael Rui we did in there. He was on Reverb Nation, uh, uh, Pleasure Paradise, no, Pre- Pleasure Parade, they were good. Remy Flow. let's see, maybe I can go, if I go back to the, um, uh, there, and, ah, uh, nah, I'm not gonna, uh, let me tell you about the records we played, though. Uh, Grand Funk Live, that was, uh, Mistreater, that was an instrumental, but holy moly, that was the three-piece, uh, those, like, three dudes from Michigan and then they added some you know in the in the day but this was like man they were really really 
Stored it up. Uh, Johnny Cash, uh, Five Feet High and Rising, The Velvet Underground. Uh, we did um, what's uh, what's inside? No, what, what am I? That's uh, the story of my life. Dig. Hey, bro, 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 bro. Um, Rolling Stones, 2000 Light Years from Home. Uh, from the Working Man Dead record, we did some uh, blues song. Oh, Tiny Writing. Warning. Cumberland Blues. We did uh, Balzac from the. Uh, sorry about that speed thing, man. I was just uh, first chatting it up, and I didn't really pay attention that it, that was a that's a big 45. So that was a big boo boo on there. Sorry about that, Balzac. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, we had um, uh, K. Jizzle in there. If you looking for him on uh, on uh, SoundCloud and and. Uh, we had uh, force medication. That's another good one. Look at that. Look at that. Um, you know, he's got something going on. The Ventures from the Let's Go record. We did El Watusi. That was good. Uh, and from that Joe's Garage, we did uh, Side One, Cut One. I don't know this record. Uh, Token of My Extreme. And we opened up with Free, the band. From the Fire and Water, we did uh, All Right Now. And uh, what are we going to do? Let's do this. Uh. Cut up with 
Shopify presents cool sheets from AHA to... I suffered from the wrong kind of cotton bed.
the old stuff is a drag. It's like the old anything. You don't want to tell a story you told yesterday and do the same thing, the same person, the same thing yesterday. Well, I can't touch the clouds for you. I'd never reach the sun for you. I've never done the things that you need done for you. I've stretched as high as I can reach. I guess I'm not the one for you. Cause I can't touch the clouds or reach the sun for you. No, I can't touch the clouds or reach the sun. I can't turn back time for you and make you sweet 16 again. I can't turn your barren fields to green again. And I can't sit around and talk about what might have been again.
just your sister. Santa Christmas still mean a lot Cause it's the time to get together And give all you got We got food, good moods And what's better than together with your people Where wishes give a toast by the tree It's Merry Christmas Santa Claus on the ceiling, Jack Frost chilling, pinch the Grinch for being a holiday villain, season's greetings, all the proceedings are brought to you by the church house where we'll be eating, chestnuts roasting on the open fire, singing my jingle, where is Chris Kringle? I didn't cop when I ain't even shout. I even stayed in the house when the homies tried to sneak me out. Now all I want for Christmas is my six-fold Chevrolet and a granddaughter for her grandmother Beverly. Ain't that something? Nah, ain't that nothing? How was Christmas time? And my rhymes steady bumping. Everybody happy, happy. Hair still nappy. Gonna steal a gift for my old grandpappy. Catch me giving out turkeys at the church house. Don't try to work me. Just stand in line and everything gonna be fine. Holla at your folks, boys. Gonna stay. Ain't no help from no help. Just the dog thing.
board of the spinner. Paradoxically, I'm about to climb a mountain on Christmas Day with a man named Larry Davis. Larry has climbed Mount... David Sedaris has written three very funny, best-selling books and attracts big crowds. Billy Collins is the poet lord. The name of the author is the first to go, followed obediently by the title, the plot, the heartbreaking conclusion, the entire novel which suddenly becomes one you have never read, never even heard of. It is as if one by one the memories you used to harbor decided to retire to the southern hemisphere of the brain, to a little fishing village where there are no phones. Long ago, you kissed the names of the nine muses goodbye, and you watched the quadratic equation pack its bag. And even now, as you memorize the order of the planets, something else is slipping away, a state flower, perhaps, the address of an uncle, the capital of Paraguay. Whatever it is you are struggling to remember, it is not poised on the tip of your tongue, not even lurking in some obscure corner of your spleen. It has floated away down a dark mythological river whose name begins with an L, as far as you can recall, well on your own way to oblivion, where you will join those who have even forgotten how to swim and how to ride a bicycle. No wonder you rise in the middle of the night to look up the date of a famous battle in a book on war. No wonder the moon in the window seems to have drifted out of a love poem that you used to know by heart.
said she liked the Snoop Dogg Christmas. Here we go. We're back. Same thing, they got us brainwashed up. And when you find it, ain't no 
Santa Christmas still mean a lot Cause it's the time to get together and give all you got You got food, good moods, and what's better than together with your people Swear wishes, give a toast by the tree, it's Merry Christmas on the ceiling, Jack Frost chilling, pinch the Grinch for being a holiday villain, season's greetings, all the proceedings are brought to you by the church house where we'll be eating, chestnuts roasting on the open fire, singing my jingle, where is Chris Kringle? I didn't cop and I ain't even shout. I even stayed in the house when the homies tried to sneak me out. Now all I want for Christmas is my six-fold Chevrolet and a granddaughter for her grandmother Beverly. Ain't that something? Nah, ain't that nothing. How was Christmas time? And my rhymes steady bumping. Everybody happy, hair still nappy. Gonna steal a gift for my old grandpappy. Catch me giving out turkeys at the church. Yeah, don't try to work me, just stand in line and everything gonna be fine. Holla at your folks, boys, going down. Ain't no helps from no elves, just a dog pan. And we passing our gifts. Blazing up split Christmas on the road. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Santa Claus. It's coming straight. Christmas Eve, I believe. 76 was the year. Girls and boys full of joy with the season cheer. Smell the sky, hella pies and cakes getting baked. To be ate after everything gone off your plate. But wait, not tonight, it's straight beans and rice. On the table, are we able to receive tonight? I wonder what the morn bringing so it's hard to doze off. Three o'clock in my socks, I crack the dough song. Hoping when I open the door, I see Santa. Now who the hell is this in this blue bandana? Messing with the boxes that's up under the tree. Look like Santa Claus and crossed into a woman to me. Now I'm coming to see the whole picture get clearer. How we have less as X mess get nearer. Mirror, mirror, please, it seems I've been deceived And thank it's ain't trick for the gifts I received So I freak back and act like I ain't even peeped it This'll be me and mom's private seat Santa Claus
Now this one dedicated to the man them call MacGyver. And all the blue seven J's boss five man is on the area. Black some more respect to the man them call my skill. And the most of this is the
Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so uh. Leave a toy for Johnny Leave a doll for Mary Leave something pretty for Johnny And don't forget about Gary Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Tell him James Brown sent you Go straight to the ghetto You know that I know What you will see Cause that was once Me Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Oh Lord Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so Get out of the way. Oh, 
Adams family. The house is a museum when people come to see them. They really are the scream, the Adams family.
center. Her cafeteria was a clubhouse for the local senior citizens who might spend an entire afternoon huddled over a single serving of rice pudding. The K&W was past its prime, whereas my cafeteria was located in the sparkling new Crabtree Valley, a former swamp that made her mall look like a dusty tribal marketplace. The Piccadilly had red velvet walls and a dining room lit by artificial torches. A suit of armor marked the entrance to this culinary castle where, we were told, the customer was always king. As a dishwasher, I spent my shifts yanking trays off a conveyor belt and feeding their contents into an enormous foul-mouthed machine that roared and spat until its charges free of congealed fat and gravy, came steaming out the other end, fogging my glasses and filling the air with the harsh smell of chlorine. I didn't care for the heat or the noise, but other than that, I enjoyed my job. The work kept my hands busy, but left my mind free to concentrate on more important matters. Sometimes I would study from the list of irregular Spanish verbs I kept posted over the sink, but most often I found myself fantasizing about a career in television. It was my dream to create and star in a program called Socrates and Company, in which I would travel from place to place accompanied by a brilliant and loyal proboscis monkey. Socrates and I wouldn't go looking for trouble, but week after week, it would manage to find us. The eyes, Socrates, go for the eyes, I'd yell during one of our many fight scenes. Maybe in Santa Fe, I'd be hit over the head by a heavy jug and lose my memory. Somewhere in Utah, Socrates might discover a satchel of valuable coins or befriend someone wearing a turban but at the end of every show, we would realize that true happiness often lies where you very least expect it. It might arrive in the form of a gentle breeze or a handful of peanuts, but when it came, we would seize it with our own brand of folksy wisdom. I'd planned it so that the final moments of each episode would find Socrates and me standing before the occurred to me that we were all held captive in that prison known as the human mind. I would muse, or it suddenly occurred to me that freedom was perhaps the greatest gift of all. I'd hope to crack these people like nuts, sifting through their brains and coming away with the lessons garnered by a lifetime of regret. Unfortunately, Having spent the better part of their lives behind bars, the men and women I worked with seemed to have learned nothing except how to get out of doing their jobs. Kettles boiled over and steaks were routinely left to blacken on the grill as my co-workers crept off to the stockroom to smoke and play cards or sometimes have sex. 
It suddenly occurred to me that people are lazy, my reflective TV voice would say. This was hardly a major news flash, and as a closing statement, it would undoubtedly fail to warm the hearts of my television audience, who by their very definition were probably not too active themselves. No, my message needed to be more upbeat and spiritually rewarding. Joy, I'd think, whacking the dirty plates against the edge of the slop can. What brings people joy? As Christmas approached, I found my valuable fantasy time cut in half. The mall was crazy now with hungry shoppers, and every three minutes I had the assistant manager on my back, hollering for more coffee cups and vegetable bowls. The holiday customers formed a loud and steady line that reached past the coat of arms all the way to the suit of armor at the front door. They wore cheerful Santas pinned to their bobbled shirts, and carried oversized bags laden with power tools and assorted cheeses, bought as gifts for friends and relatives. It made me sad and desperate to see so many people, strangers whose sheer numbers eroded the sense of importance I was working so hard to invent. Where did they come from and why couldn't they just go home? I might swipe their trays off the belt without once wondering who these people were, and why they hadn't bothered to finish their breaded cutlets. They meant nothing to me, and watching them move down the line towards the cashier, it became apparent that the feeling was mutual. They wouldn't even remember the meal, much less the person who had provided them with their piping hot tray. How was it that I was important and they were not? There had to be something that separated us. I had always looked forward to Christmas, but now my enthusiasm struck me as cheap and common. Leaving the cafeteria after work, I would see even more people swarming out of the shops and restaurants like bees from a burning hive. Here were the young couples in their stocking caps and the families clustered beside the fountain, each with its lists and marked envelopes of money. It was no wonder the Chinese people couldn't tell them apart. They were sheep, stupid animals programmed by nature to mate and graze and bleed out their wishes to the obese, retired school principal who sat on his ass in the mall's sorry-looking North Pole. My animosity was getting the best of me until I saw in their behavior a solution to my troubling identity crisis. Let them have their rolls of gift wrap and gaudy, personalized stockings. If it meant something to them, I wanted nothing to do with it. This year, I would be the one without the shopping bags, the one wearing black in protest of their thoughtless commercialism. My very avoidance would set me apart and cause these people to question themselves in ways that would surely pain them. Who are we, they'd ask, plucking the ornaments off their trees. What have we become, and why can't we be more like that somber fellow who washes dishes down at the Piccadilly cafeteria?
chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You'll tie carols he sung by a choir. Folks dressed up like Eskimo. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe.
We deserve it.
time on my radio call-in shows. Had my father been driving, we would have locked all the doors and ignored the stop signs, speeding through the area as quickly as possible because that's what smart people did. Pulled over and parked behind a van whose owner stood examining his flat tire with a flashlight. Things might get a little rough up there, so just do what I tell you and hopefully no one will get hurt. She flipped her hair over her shoulder and stepped out of the car, kicking aside the cans and bottles that lined the curb. My sister meant business, whatever it was, and in that instant she appeared beautiful and exotic and dangerously stupid. Local teens slain for sport, the headlines would read. Holiday hijinks end in homicide. Maybe someone should wait with the car, I whispered, but she was beyond reason, charging up the street in her sensible shoes with a rugged, determined gait. There was no fumbling for a street address or doorbell. Lisa seemed to know exactly where she was going. I followed her into a dark vestibule and up a flight of stairs, where without even bothering to knock, she threw open an unlocked door and stormed into a filthy, overheated room that smelled of stale smoke, sour milk, and seriously dirty laundry. Three odors that, once combined, can peel the paint off of walls. This was a place where bad things happened to people who clearly deserved nothing but the worst. The stained carpet was littered with cigarette butts, and clotted, dust-covered flypaper hung from the ceiling like beaded curtains. In the far corner of the room, a man stood beside an overturned coffee table, illuminated by a shadeless lamp that broadcast his shadow huge and menacing against the grimy wall. He was dressed casually in briefs and a soiled t-shirt and had thin, hairless legs, the color and pebbled texture of a store-bought chicken. We had obviously interrupted some rite of unhappiness, something that involved shouting obscenities while pounding upon a locked door with a white-tasseled loafer. The activity consumed him so completely that it took the man a few moments to register our presence. Squinting in our direction, he dropped the shoe and steadied himself against the mantel.
get you another. Hearing a fresh, slurred voice in the house, my brother and sisters rushed from their rooms and gathered to examine Lisa's friend, who clearly cherished the attention. Angels! You're a pack of goddamn angels! She was surrounded by admirers, and her eyes brightened with each question or comment. Which do you like better, my sister Amy asked. Spending the night with strange guys or working in a cafeteria? What were the prison guards really like? Do you ever carry a weapon? How much do you charge if somebody just wants a spanking? One at a time, one at a time, my mother said. Give her a second to answer. 